What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Last Take Sports Podcast. And as you know, March, today begins March. And if you're a college basketball fan, this is probably one of the most unsettling or fun times of year. And for us, this is probably a very unsettling and unusual territory for us as Michigan State basketball fans. And we're here to give you our outlook of what Michigan State needs to do to get into the NCAA basketball field tournament, whatever you want to call it, be one of the 68 team selected to go play in Indianapolis in two in two weeks from today or 13 days from when you're listening to this. So Andrew, big picture here. We're going to start off with the big question. What do you think are potential paths of Michigan State getting into the tournament? Well, there's definitely a couple. Let, let's just start off with the, the well-known path, and that's winning the Big Ten tournament. I don't think that is going to happen, and that's not a very reasonable path. But winning the Big Ten tournament gets you in with an automatic bid. So, of course, that's a path right there. And right now, remaining on the schedule, we have Indiana, Michigan, and Michigan. Again, Michigan twice. And I, I think if you, you have to win at least one of those games to have a shot at at getting into the NCAA tournament. And I I think if you win Indiana and lose both Michigan games, you have to win at least one game in the big 10 tournament to get in. And that, that one game can't be against Northwestern or Nebraska. It has to probably be against a Purdue, a Maryland, a Wisconsin, a Rutgers, one of those teams. No, I don't know who exactly Michigan State will be playing. I, I think Penn State as well, because I mean they're top fifty team in the net. So playing them on a neutral court would be a cloud one win. So that also be a key thing as well. I don't think we'll end up playing Penn State in the first round, but that's just another team. Right, Penn Penn State definitely. Thank you. And so if you beat Indiana and you lose both the Michigan games, you have to beat one of those teams in the Big Ten tournament, and I believe you are able to get in. Now, if you lose Indiana, you you have to win one of Michigan, one of those games against Michigan. And that is very unlikely. So probably, if I had to guess, the most likely path for Michigan State to get in is to beat Indiana and to beat one of those teams we mentioned prior in the Big Ten tournament. But there is another path. If you lose to Indiana, of course, you have to beat uh, Michigan once, at least once. And I'm sure that gets you in beating the number two team in the country. And I mean, that I, I would think that gets you in beating down the stretch, having wins over the number two team in the country, the number four team in the country, the number five team in the country. I mean, you're going to have some of the best wins in the country. So, I, I would think that gets Michigan or Michigan State in if they do beat Michigan just once. That's all they need, even if they lose against Indiana. So just to review it one last time, I, I, uh, the possible paths for Michigan State to get in, of course, win the Big Ten tournament, and, that, and that's if they just lose out the, the rest of the regular season. These last three games, they just do not get a win. Lose the last three. Then, then you have to resort to most likely winning the Big Ten tournament. I, I'm pretty sure it will come down to that. 
if you beat Indiana and lose to Michigan twice, you have to get one more win in the Big Ten tournament. And this will cut it close, but I believe it should be enough to get in. One more win in the Big Ten tournament, most likely against Maryland, Purdue, Rutgers, Wisconsin, Penn State. I believe those were the teams we listed. So if you get if you get wins against those couple teams in the Big Ten tournament, then of course that those would be the um, second uh, round teams in the Big Ten tournament. Those would be the most likely matchups for Michigan State to face off against in their first game in the Big Ten tournament. So if you beat Indiana, lose against Michigan twice, you have to win one one of those uh, one game against those teams in the Big Ten tournament. And if you do lose to Indiana. I believe one win in the two games against Michigan should get you in, but that that's just because of how, how good their wins would be at that point. Like I said, beating the number two team in the country in Michigan, beating Illinois, who's the number five team in the country, beating Ohio state who's the number four team in the country. And that's just down the stretch course they had a nice uh, top 10 win against Duke early in the season I definitely think Michigan State would have probably they'd be at least top five I would think in in category of having the best wins throughout the season so I would think you would have to put them in if they could just catch one win against Michigan so Henry those are the paths I believe that Michigan State has to take just one of those paths for Michigan State to get into the NCAA tournament at this moment? You know, there, there's plenty of paths. And obviously you mentioned winning the Big Ten tournament. Obviously that gets them in. That's extremely unrealistic because that means they have to beat Michigan, which again, I think is, I mean, let's be honest here. The chances of us beating Michigan are probably south of 10%. Obviously being Michigan is would arguably be the, biggest win that any team has had in the entire country. If you go on the road and beat them or you go on the home and beat them, but we'll be real here. And it's, it's, it's not very likely. So I'd say if I have to be, if I'm a betting man, the, the, the most likely path, I'd say, obviously you, 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 you have to beat Indiana. I mean, they're, I mean, I know like they they can still get in without feeling without beating Indiana, but beating Indiana makes them, just makes those Michigan games seem it, it just boosts the confidence and makes them seem more winnable. And besides that, you 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 can't really afford another quad two loss at home against an Indiana team that's lost a couple in a row, I think three or four straight. Three straight, one of which against Michigan State. And they could easily lose this game. I mean, it's it's glaringly obvious because Michigan State can play down to any team. We've seen it all year. I mean, they almost lost to freaking Detroit Mercy to open the year. So there's plenty of opportunity for Michigan State to just crap the bed and finish with four straight losses. And this podcast would be absolutely nothing. Do I think that will happen? No. Like I said, beat Indiana. And I think you 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 have to win a game in the Big Ten tournament. So that at that point, that puts you at 15 and 12 with two with a, a win over Indiana and then a win over Purdue. Penn State, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Maryland. If you can win one of those games, that puts you at that would put you at fifteen and twelve. And at that point, you'd I'd say there's a pretty good chance that you're facing Michigan for the third time in ten days. 
seven, eight, eight days. Third time in eight days that you're playing Michigan. And if you win that game, you're in. I mean, if you go through, if you, if you can go three and two the rest of the way, it, you're in. Now, for the regular season, if you find a way to go two and one in any sort of form, I think you're in no matter what, because you're going to be at worst 15 and 12 going in if you lose in the big, the first round of the Big Ten tournament. But at that point, you either have a win over Michigan twice or you'd have a win over Indiana and Michigan. So ultimately, most likely path, I believe, win, win against Indiana. I mean, you, you, I can't stress enough, like, you have to be Indiana. Like, you, you have to be Indiana. I mean, obviously, you can lose and still find your way in, sneak your way in. But, I mean, everything just would feel a lot more comfortable if you're able to be Indiana. And then you have to go win a game in the Big Ten tournament. Preferably, I'd not like to see Purdue. I'd like to see Wisconsin on the other side of the the the, uh, the bracket. I'd like to see probably Rutgers because seeing Maryland today and seeing Penn or and seeing uh, Purdue, I'd probably not want to see either of those teams. But knowing that that I said that against Rutgers and Wisconsin, we'll probably play them and lose by thirty. So there's that. But Andrew, I'll let you talk since you've had your hand raised probably for the last five minutes. So go ahead. Yeah, and this Indiana game is pretty close to a must-win game. If not, it is a must-win game because I don't think you're going into either of those Michigan games expecting to get a win because not not even the teams at the top of the Big Ten could get wins off of Michigan. Only one team all year has gotten a win off of Michigan, and for some reason I still believe that is a fluke win, and I think many do believe that as well. Minnesota somehow blew out Michigan I just think that was an off game for them and that is that that is not the current Michigan team that we are seeing heading into March so you can't expect anything like that to happen so you have to go into those Michigan games expecting to lose and with that being said this Indiana game is a must win and for Michigan State at this point you have four guaranteed games left and that is the three on the remaining regular season schedule against Indiana and Michigan twice. And then you have one guaranteed game in the Big Ten tournament. To get into the tournament, and I, I have to, I'm, I'm saying this, you most likely need, and if you get two wins, it's guaranteed for basically, basically. And I know there is a situation where they might not get in. And that that is if the committee finds that, that and this would be only one path where that two wins just would not get them in. And I would be shocked if this was the case. But if the path where Michigan State beats Indiana and gets that uh, w- one win in the Big Ten tournament, and the and the committee just finds that not enough for, to to get them in, that would be the one case where two wins would not get out of the four guaranteed games Michigan State has left. That is the one case where two wins wouldn't get Michigan State in. Even with that Michigan State taking that path, beating Indiana, getting that one win in their first Big Ten tournament game, I believe that would get them in if the committee doesn't think so. Like I said, that's the one way where two out of the last four guaranteed games for Michigan State, two wins does not get you in. But I believe that two wins, no matter what, 
should get Michigan State into the tournament. So I think as a Michigan State fan, that's that's what you're looking for. You're looking for two wins out of the last four guaranteed games, and that's including their first game in the Big Ten tournament. You know, I think we also have to take into account that there could be teams that steal bids from these lower-level conferences or teams that have an opportunity to go out and win their conference tournament because they're that talented, that haven't had great seasons in leagues that have one or two bids, like let's say – the Missouri Valley, the A-10, the Mountain West, for God's sakes, the SEC, the Big East, the ACC. I mean, the only real conferences that don't have an opportunity for a bid stealer are really the Big Ten and the Big 12. And then again, I could honestly see Penn State go out and win the Big Ten tournament. So, I mean, there's a chance that there's a bid stealer. I'd say the Big 12 is the only conference that's not that has like no chance in a league that has at least a guaranteed bid where there can't be a bid stealer because I don't see TCU, Kansas state or Iowa state going out and winning the big 12 tournament with that loaded slate, considering they have to win four games in four days over teams like Oklahoma, Texas tech, Oklahoma state, Texas, Kansas, Baylor. I'm probably forgetting someone else too, but I mean, there's, there's no way. I, I think that we do have to pay attention to bid stealers such as, I mean, we saw Butler, Kentucky's a bid stealer. Um, a team like Davidson could be a bid stealer. Arizona State could be a bid stealer. Duke could be a bid stealer. NC State. I mean, there's a lot of teams. Syracuse. There's a lot of teams that could be bid stealers. So I think we also have to pay attention to that. So I think a lock would be three wins, two, two wins. That's at we're going to be at the edge of our seats. Two wins, and and that's a win over Michigan in the Big Ten tournament. I think that gets you in as pretty close to a lock. But if it's two wins like against Indiana or in, in the game in the Big Ten tournament, I think we're sweating it out on Selection Sunday. Yeah, it's definitely not guaranteed. And, I, and I'm not saying that. But getting two wins against Indiana and a team in the Big Ten tournament, most likely probably like Maryland, Purdue, maybe Wisconsin, Rutgers, Penn State, that group. You're going to be playing one of those. Michigan State will be playing one of those teams in their first Big Ten tournament game if they do get that win against Indiana. They will be playing one of those teams. If they win against Indiana and beat those teams, I believe that they get in. Like Henry said, you will still have to be sitting on the edge of your seats during that selection show because – who knows what the committee will be thinking? Who knows what the committee will do? I think the committee will put them in, especially with them having such a tough schedule. I mean, Michigan State's, I believe, in the top 12. I think they're in uh, toughest schedule, in strength of schedule. I, I believe they're top 12, at least top 15. You You have to – I don't think they have – I don't, I don't even think they have a bad loss. I think their worst loss is Northwestern. And that's just, that's, that's just a big 10 loss. I mean, they didn't lose. They didn't have a bad loss out of conference. It's just those conference games. And I think that the committee will understand that they're playing in the toughest conference in the country and understand that sometimes a quad two loss to Northwestern will happen here and there for a team like Michigan state. But I think if, 
if Michigan State can get two wins, no matter how they do it, I believe it should be enough in the committee. We'll put them in there. But like Henry said, taking that path where you get Indiana and the win in the Big Ten tournament is definitely not a guarantee, but I believe it should be enough. But like, like Henry said, you do have to watch out for those bid stealers. And by bid stealers, if you, if you aren't familiar with the phrase, it's those teams that aren't necessarily going to make it as an outright team, as a team that just gets selected. But there would be more of a team that gets an automatic bid into the tournament by winning their conference tournament. So those teams that Henry listed that could be bid stealers are the teams that aren't necessarily uh, getting into the tournament with their current resume, but with a conference uh, uh, tournament win, winning their conference tournament, that that would get them an automatic bid and stealing a spot from a team that is trying to get in outright, like most likely Michigan State. Now, Henry, I do have one thing I'm disagreeing with you about. And you said that the Big Ten could have a bid stealer. And I'm telling you this right now. The Big Ten is not having a bid stealer. And, and I didn't say that. I said it's possible. I said it's possible. Because, Andrew, Andrew, listen to this. What team has really – let's take a look. Besides Ohio State and besides Minnesota, what team has played Michigan legitimately close? Penn State. Would we, would we, it is a unanimous thing at this point that Michigan's the best team in the conference. I'd argue to say they're the best team in the country right now. Another thing that means a in, almost impossible win for Michigan State, but who the hell knows at this point? Penn State arguably has played Michigan closer than any other team besides Ohio State and besides Minnesota. Minnesota. Other than that, Penn State has played. Michigan the toughest. I know it was December 13th of 2020, but I'm not ruling out the fact that Penn State goes on the road. I don't think it will happen. Listen to me. I genuinely probably will pick them to lose the first game in the Big Ten tournament to, I think at this point, they're probably going to play Northwestern. But I would not like to rule that out because bid stealers, I'm talking about bid stealers who have any chance because there's certain conferences and certain teams that we just know they're not going to win their conference tournament. Penn State has a chance. I mean, uh, outside lower than probably two and a half percent chance, but I wouldn't consider that out of the realm of possibilities. It's all I was trying to say. I mean, well, what I was trying to get at there was saying the big 10, I don't even think we're going to have a big, a bid stealer in the big 10. I mean, that's just because damn near every single team in the big 10 conference is going to get in outright. I mean, they have 10 out of their 14 teams, I believe that are most likely going to get in outright, at least right now in the recent uh, bracketology uh, that Joe Lunardi and other uh, bracketologists have put out. I mean, they have 10 Big Ten teams in right now out of 14. And and those few that didn't get in, I mean, they, they, just, don't, they just don't have a chance. <laughs> like, like That's like your Nebraska's, your Northwestern. Minnesota's, I think at this point, before Michigan State's game today, which we'll get into in a little bit, they had he had five he had nine teams in Michigan State being in the last four in 
which I, if I had to be honest, I think they're probably going to slide to the first team out of the tournament. That's, that's my guess right now. I think they'll probably slide behind. Uh, Lenardi has them uh, the second to last team in the tournament, I think above Georgia tech. And then the first team out is Xavier. And then the next team out is Duke who lost yesterday, but Xavier beat Creighton. So I think Michigan state will, will uh, take Xavier spot. Uh, Georgia Tech will move up to Michigan State spot. Xavier will be the last team in and then go from there. So I think Michigan State is in certain degree on the outside looking in right now. I've seen some people say they have to play their, themselves back onto the bubble after this loss. And I have some some serious issues with those people. But those are some of the more idiotic people I've met in my life. So we won't... Uh, we won't even get into that, but um, you know, my question to you, Andrew, is Michigan State. There's Michigan State fans who are super upset with with today's loss, and I like to look at it as a whole week perspective. I don't like to look at this game, especially with the situation we're in. I I, I like I know we're game at a time, game at a time, blah blah blah. But Michigan State needed a big week, and in the past, I, I believe in eight nine days, you if you consider consider like eight eight days since Indiana started to today. I don't think Michigan State fans, if they if someone told you you were going three and one, that would you complain at all? Could you could you complain in, in the games against Indiana, Ohio State, Illinois, and Maryland? Could you complain about going three and one? No. I mean you're like you're like, oh we're right back on the bubble. I mean that's where we are. We're three we went three and one, lost a game that I honestly I believed coming into the day, I thought we were going to lose to Maryland. I had this cold feeling that we were going to lose to. I don't know why. I just, Maryland had an entire week off, which is props to them because they've had no COVID issues. Michigan State has. That's why they're playing so many games in such a short stretch. And no props to Michigan, who has basically been scared of playing, for some reason, the mediocre teams in the Big Ten, and Penn State, Northwestern, Indiana again. So, I don't know what they're, I don't know why they can't just play those three games, but apparently they're, they're too big time to do that now. Um, But I'm extremely happy with the week that Michigan State. I I don't know how you can't be extra. I mean, two top five wins for a team that needed those, both those wins to play themselves back onto the bubble. They came back against Indiana down 10 in the second half. Today, it just showed that, I mean, Maryland had a great game plan. We didn't play good. I mean, that's, I mean, it was obvious. We missed free throws that we need to make that. I think that, I mean, we, we didn't close out. Andrew will make that same point like 8 million times that we didn't close out. Well, Maryland had a great game plan, wanted to run wanted us to take million threes. We didn't let Aaron Henry get into the lane and Aaron Henry shot four for 16 from the field forced up. I wouldn't say forced. He took four, three pointers, which very rarely should happen. We made the same amount of threes they did in 12 more attempts, which should never happen. We should never shoot more three-pointers than the opposing team unless they shoot like four. And then again, we probably should still still shoot less than them because we aren't a good three-point shooting team. I could argue that there's like two guys, um, three guys on the roster who should be allowed to take a three-pointer at this point. And that's uh, Gabe Brown, Josh Langford, and Joey Hauser. Other than that, I can't justify anyone else taking a three-pointer other than maybe Aaron Henry because he, you have to – He's not as great of a player if you don't respect him shooting the three. Rocket Watts shouldn't be shooting threes. That guy can't even defend uh, any dribble drive at this point, so he should just not even be on the floor. AJ Hogard, that's that 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 boy that boy's jumper is broke. Malik Hall 
that boy can't even make a layup. So I don't know why you're, why you think about expanding his range outside of about four and a half feet. Uh, we don't even need to talk about the centers because for some reason they didn't even play today. Um, I'm probably forgetting other guys, but if they're, if I'm forgetting them, there's probably a reason because they shouldn't be shooting three pointers either. So in, in all honesty though, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy with the week. I, I think Michigan state was bound to lose a game like this. They just seemed burnt out. I mean, you could tell from the beginning that Maryland had more energy. We they'd had more juice from the start. Michigan state seemed like they were just one step behind Maryland the entire game. They were late closing out on screens or closing out on jump shooters. They were making dumb fouls down seven, trying to come back and you follow a three point shooter shooting a 35 footer for some reason. And I can't even explain that, but I mean, this was, this was a game that was bound to happen. Eventually we knew there was going to be a letdown game. I kind of expected this and this just gives them more motivation going into the week. They know they have to, I mean, there's, there's no secret here. They have to play well this next week. There's, I mean, if they, if they don't want to be known as the team that blew the streak, they have to play well. And I hope that they play well because first step is beating Indiana. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the week though, Andrew. All right. Here are my thoughts. And, and I'll, I'll start with Indiana. When that game started, my initial thoughts were this team just doesn't belong in the tournament. So I'm just not going to get upset because it was fate. This team is just not as talented as past Michigan state teams. So I'm just going to let it happen and not get too upset about it. Then, remarkably, they come back and win. Now I'm starting to get excited. Still not very optimistic, though, at this time, because I look ahead of the schedule and I see the number four and the number five team in the country in our next two games. Then Michigan State plays Illinois, right? I was not expecting them to win, although there were rumors around the Michigan State community saying, this game could be a game where Michigan State could possibly steal from Illinois. Game plays. Michigan State plays very well. That, and keep in mind, when this game started, I believe Illinois got out to a quick 5 nothing lead. I, I said to myself, this game isn't going to go well. Michigan State does not belong in the tournament. Same, same whole uh, spiel I had going on at the, at the start of the Indiana game. Michigan State wins that game convincingly against number five, Illinois. Now, here's what I'm thinking. We're back in business, but we're playing the number four team in the country right after we play the number five team in the country. So my, my thoughts aren't too high on this game. And I, I definitely thought they were going to lose. And then it's kind of, it's kind of a back and forth game. Uh, to start out and through the first half and then when when we started getting a little into the second half Ohio State started pulling away they got up by nine at uh, at a point in the second half and I was telling everybody this is this is where Ohio State pulls away they're the better team the fourth best team in the country Ohio State will pull away Michigan State will have to most likely win three out of their last four to get into the tournament guys. I, I don't know if it's going to happen this year. 
Michigan State comes back and wins an incredible game. Aaron Henry plays like a first-team All-American, first-team All-Big Ten, Big Ten player right. of the year. Josh Langford, too. Josh Langford hits arguably has arguably the two clutchest moments he's ever had in his Michigan State basketball career. He pinned the white boys uh, layup against the uh, the backboard, and let's like make that clear that was his fourth attempt from two-point all year long. So well, I think he should stick to shooting threes and had arguably the clutchest pull-up jumper I've ever seen in my life, maybe besides the one that was hit right before that. But you, you, get, what I, you get what I'm saying. And keep it and keep in mind that block was against former Michigan State player Kyle Ahrens' brother Justin Ahrens. So maybe maybe it sent a little message from Spartan Nation on behalf of maybe maybe Kyle Ahrens uh, uh, reached out to Josh Langford before the game and told him to give his brother some love from him. So who who knows? But Josh Langford played very well. So back to the Ohio State game, the incredible comeback. And Michigan State takes care of business. Now, they're 3-0 they're and in the week after just beating Indiana on the road, the number five and the number four team in the country. Those are three quad one wins right there, including two top five wins in the country. Now, now, experts are putting Michigan State in the tournament. And you're starting to feel some momentum. You're starting to feel the Izzo effect nearing March. And then the Maryland game happens. And it happened the day we are recording this. And th- this game, Michigan State just came out flat. And, it, and like Henry said, this is their fourth game in eight days at the time. I, I just think they were burnt out. Maryland had a full week's rest, full week's rest while game planning for just Michigan State. Keep in mind, Michigan State had to play Indiana on the road, come back to East Lansing, play the fifth and fourth best team in the country on one day's rest in between. And then they had to fly out to College Park in Maryland for another road game on two days rest in between the Ohio State game. They have two days to game plan for Maryland. Maryland had a full week and on a week's rest. And was able to watch Michigan State twice and saw what their game plan was to basically how their Michigan State's blueprint, blueprint for winning games, what their blueprint for winning games was. And they were basically able to shut it down. I mean, they they forced Michigan State to go eight for 28 from the three. I don't think that's going to happen again because they just won't simply won't shoot 28 threes in the game the rest of the year. But I mean, because that's easily, I mean, some of the errors today were easily fixable. I mean, not, I wouldn't say easily. I mean, it, it just comes down to got to make free throws, got to make shots. And you, you just have, I mean, this was just scouting errors. I mean, we obviously, Maryland is not one of the better three-point shooting teams in the Big Ten. They played good. I mean, we didn't play great defense. It was it was evident that we were gassed from the start. I mean, we just didn't have a – we had a lack of energy from the jump. So that's why Maryland shot like freaking 50% from the three-point line and came out shooting five for six from three. I honestly never thought – I assumed that they were just going to get three points coming up and down the court for the first 10 minutes of the game. 
and then they started to cool down. They started to shoot less threes, which I don't know why. Just they kind of let Michigan State back into the game. But, I mean, props to Maryland. They had a great game plan. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we, we played bad, but there was not a whole lot we could have done other than to, like, I mean, th- there was no way that we were going to, like, go in and beat them by 30 because, first of all, we were gassed. Second of all, I mean, they had a week to prepare for us. Their game plan was great. The only way we were going to come out and win this game was if we were able to just sneak it out like we did against Ohio State. And and I just I, – I, I didn't see a way where we were, where we were going to come out and sneak one away from a team that had – that, is, that had won four games in a row, had a week's rest to play us, and had a phenomenal game plan, in it, and you could tell from the start. So I honestly thought this was going to be a game that Michigan State would fall, would just not be able to win. It also doesn't help that they continue to wear those stupid black jerseys, which they're now one and three in with, I think, three 15-point-plus losses. Yeah, yeah, I think so, and – I, I just have one last thing to say, and then you can finish up, Henry. What I have to say is, and this is about the Maryland game, Maryland wanted it more, and you could tell right from the start. And I don't know if that was whether Michigan State was just gassed, if they were hung over from those two incredible wins against Illinois and Ohio State. I don't know what it was, but they clearly weren't into that game from the start. And it took them to get down by 11 points right from the start. Maryland went on 11-0 run to start the game. And that, that, that's what it took to get Michigan State into the game. And it basically stayed at an 11-8 to eight point lead throughout the whole game for Maryland, which means they were pretty even after that 11-0 start from Maryland. So... It took, it took that 11-0 start, 11-0 run to start the game from Maryland for Michigan State to get into the game. I don't know if that's from lack of focus or just from lack of energy after playing three games in the previous seven days. So I, I just don't know what it was. They looked very lazy out there that, once again, that could just be due to lack of energy. But – you, you can't really make many excuses when we're near in March and you're fighting for a chance to play in the NCAA tournament and you're on the bubble. You can't make excuses. So I get it's tough, but you, you just can't make excuses. You have to win at whatever cost. So Michigan State couldn't get it done today. Maryland deserved to win more. They deserve this win more than Michigan State did. By the way, they, they were just into the game, and they were focused, and they were determined. And it just didn't seem like Michigan State was quite any of those, was quite determined, into it, energized. They, they didn't check any of those boxes. And maybe it was just one of those games where, like I said, Maryland, and like you said, Henry, actually, Maryland game planned very well. They had a full week to game plan, actually, and a full week to rest as well. Maybe that's one of those games where you just didn't have much of a chance from the beginning. And that's okay, because you have a chance to redeem yourself. So what Michigan State has to do is to win at least one, at least one more game in the final three in the regular season, and then take one in the Big Ten tournament, or 
just win two in the regular season, whether that's one against Indiana, one against Michigan, or for some crazy chance you sweep Michigan in the regular season. All it takes, I mean, two wins, I think, gets you in the tournament out of your four last guaranteed games, three to close out the regular season and one guaranteed in the Big Ten tournament. This is how you redeem yourself, Michigan State. Win two. Win two out of your last four. And I, I believe with all my heart that your Michigan State Spartans will be in the NCAA tournament. But we'll see how they turn around. They have a tough remaining schedule. They, I believe, they, their next three games come within a week of each other, come within six days, actually, I think, of each other. I'm not sure. I know it's within a week at, at, at max. I think it might be less than that. But anyway, I mean, it's going to be tough, this final stretch. But if, you, if this team is a tournament team, truly a tournament team, they, they will find a way to win two games out of their last guaranteed four. And I, I, I truly believe that this Michigan State team can do it. Whether they will, I don't know. But I think they are talented enough to get into the NCAA tournament, no matter how that comes, no matter who they beat. But I do believe that they can get in. But I just don't know whether that happens. But they, they are given a good opportunity, especially with having uh, two uh, games against the, the second best team in the country in Michigan. I mean, two great opportunities right there to just get one win. But, of course, Michigan State has to be tired. I know they are half, they have to be fatigued. But great teams will always prevail. Good teams will prevail, especially with having such a good coach in Tom Izzo. And I think an upcoming star in Aaron Henry. I mean... You have leadership on this team. You have a Hall of Fame coach. This team should be able to get it done. They can get it done. I know they can. They are able to get it done. They, they have what it takes. But, but we'll see how they finish out uh, their last couple of games in the Big Ten tournament. So, Andrew, yeah, Andrew. you know, there's, there's a lot of guys – in Michigan State history that are considered all-time greats. I mean, there's there's Cassius Winston, there's Denzel Valentine, there's Draymond Green, there's Mateen Cleaves, there's Magic Johnson, there's Scott Skiles, there's Greg Kessler. I mean, there, there's so many guys that are considered all-time greats at Michigan State. And Aaron Henry, I don't think, can get to that level at this point in his career. But if he wants to be considered as one of the the, the – the better Michigan state players and a great Michigan state player that will the team on his back. He has to do it in this Indiana game. It, this is his team. This is there's, there's no if ands or buts. Aaron Henry is single-handedly the guy who has to will Michigan state into the NCAA tournament. And if he's able to do that, I mean, props to him. This guy is, I already know he's a phenomenal player. He's an NBA player. I don't really give a crap what anyone else says. He's an NBA player and he should probably be a first round pick outside of the way he's played today. He's been phenomenal over the past five to seven games. If Mich if Michigan State wants to get into the tournament, it comes down to Aaron Henry and 
you add in Josh Langford because Josh Langford is just that senior leader and he's been playing well. And overall, he's just, he's, he's been a great player for Michigan state, but if Aaron, but if, but Aaron Henry is a star on this team. I mean, it's, there, there's no secret here. Aaron Henry is the best player on this team, offensively, defensively. He should be the guy that you, Izzo, Izzo, I understand that you've rode him like a horse all year long. This guy has to go out and play 40 minutes and single-handedly will Michigan State to a win on Tuesday. I think he can do it. I believe he will do it. I have a feeling that Michigan State goes out and wins the game against Indiana. I don't. I, I, I genuinely believe Michigan State beats Indiana. After that, I couldn't tell you what else happens because I'm really not focused on anything else besides that Indiana game. But Aaron Henry, in what could be one of his final two games at the Breslin Center, I think this is as close to a must-win game as he's ever had in his career or in his life as a basketball player. I, I think he is able to go out and do it and will Michigan State into a win on Tuesday. Going forward, I don't know if he's a, if he's going to be single-handedly able to will, will Michigan State into two one or two wins over Michigan. I honestly don't think he will because that's just too tall of a task to ask. Cash Winston isn't willing himself, isn't willing a team into two wins over this Michigan Michigan team. So it's got to be a team effort against Michigan. But against Indiana, Aaron Henry has to take over. We see the blueprint of how they can beat Indiana. They can do it. I think they will do it. I feel strongly about that. And going forward, this is Aaron Henry's team. Aaron Henry has to lead this team in all facets. If Michigan State's going to get in, it's going to be on the shoulders of Aaron Henry, Andrew. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we covered basically everything about Michigan State and their odds of getting into the tournament, their current situation. But, but my closing statement I have, and, and this is just, they, they have what it takes. And I know this team can get into the tournament. And if, if they are good enough, if they are truly a tournament team, they will find their way in. But if they can't get it done, then this team is just not meant to be in the tournament. This just isn't the year. This team just shouldn't be in the tournament if they can't find a way to get in. The, the paths are there for them. There is an opportunity and a very reasonable one to, as well to get in. If they can't get it done, they don't belong there. I think that this is a good enough team and they have the, they have what it takes. I, I think they have what it takes to get there. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I think they'll take care of business down this final stretch. Yeah, Andrew, and with that, I think this would be a great time to wrap up today's podcast. As always, we want to thank everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and download this podcast. Also, don't forget to go green, and hopefully in two weeks, we're coming back and giving you our March Madness predictions that include Michigan State in the field.